get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step by step booklet for you to get. Oh, I make money moves. You can't see me, my time is now. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast, the show created to provide you with the practical and strategic advice to help you level up in fitness, business, your career, your relationships, and your life. My name is Joseph Metzel. I am your host. I'm joined in this episode by Leah, back for another guest appearance. It's been a while. It has. We were just discussing that earlier. It's been... Quite a while. It's been too long, yeah. some would say. So, well, I know I, the listeners and the viewers would probably say it's been a little bit too long. Yeah, shucks. It's been, it's been at least, it's been months, man. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I just want to, I want to, I want to start this episode uh, with a little truth bomb for the listeners and the viewers. The truth is I recorded this episode already. Mm. I did a solo episode for you guys. I recorded it last week. And uh, one of the things that I do with with this show, with the Fitness Times Business Podcast, is I always get a little mix down, uh, an uned- uh, unedited, un- well, we don't edit anyway, but un- um, audio engineered, mm. should we say, uh, version of the podcast, just for, for my ears only, for me to listen to. And from there, I pick out the clips that get posted on social media, across Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. And I also just listen to make sure that that, you know, listening to the to the message, it makes sense. Mm. And so I recorded this episode last week. I got the mix down. I listened to the mix down <laughs> and I went, this is shit. Uh, this is probably <laughs> one of the worst podcasts I've ever recorded. It was just confusing and I didn't articulate well and it was just not good. And uh, so I came to you at the start of this week and I said, Leah, you know, uh, this is the situation. I've got this podcast, the message is very important, but I feel like it's a conversation piece. Mm. And I feel like having someone like yourself that has particular life experience with what we're about to talk about is gonna be extremely valuable for the viewers. So that's how we ended up here. Uh, but I'm excited to have you back on the show. How's life? Yeah, life's good. Good. I actually got engaged. You did since get the engaged. Last episode. Yeah, the, the people watching this on YouTube can I see the, the rock sitting on your finger. <laughs> you are, you are Leonce. Oh shit! Uh, wow, I didn't yeah, even think good. of that. Life's good. <laughs> Leonce. All right, let's dive straight in. The title of this episode is "Close the Door Behind You." Mm. And the motivation for this episode, for me personally, there's been a couple of things that have happened uh, in in my life over the last month or so, almost two months now. Uh, In my personal life, I was able to to finally close a big door behind me, completely close, shut, lock that, throw away the key forever. And it's allowed me in my personal life to, to really fully walk through the door in front of me, which represents the next opportunity. And then in business, you know, we've been making some pretty uh, significant and difficult business decisions uh, around closing the door on past opportunities and opening the door on new opportunities, Uh, particularly with retail stores. That's kind of been the part of the business that has been um, most severely affected by the pandemic uh, over the last 18. It's can you believe it's it's almost it's almost been two years. It's COVID nineteen. What the hell? We're almost we're almost in twenty twenty two. Thanks. COVID nineteen. Anyway, so I've had these these significant things happen in my life, and it got me thinking about 
this analogy of closing doors to walk through doors. Mm -hmm. And so just to kind of step this analogy out for the viewers so you guys understand what I'm talking about and I'm not talking about just walking through doors for the sake of walking through doors. Whenever you have an opportunity in front of you, I look at that as a new door that you can walk through in front of you, right? A new door that represents a new opportunity. In order to walk through that new door in front of you, in order to completely, you know, walk through that door into the new room and embrace the new opportunity and go all in on the new opportunity, you have to close the door of the old opportunity that's sitting behind you. Mm -hmm. Right? You can't have one foot in one door, one foot in the other door and be what I call half pregnant. Right, yeah. You're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. Mm. You're either completely through that door in front of you or you're not. You're, you're, you got a foot in either door. And so this analogy of closing the door behind you is about completely walking away from old opportunities that no longer serve you mm -hmm. with the intention of that freeing up the resources for you to able to completely walk through the door of opportunity in front of you. So that's the analogy. And that's why I'm calling it close the door behind you, walk through the door in front of you. Mm -hmm. And so I've had these things happen in my life. I've been thinking about this analogy and it really got me thinking about three main things. The first thing is how do you know when it's time to completely close the door on that old opportunity? That's, that's the, the, you know, what, what is the, what is the catalyst for that? Yeah. The second thing is once you've figured out that you need to close that door behind you, why is it so fucking difficult to do it? Why do people really struggle on leaving things in the past, completely closing doors, locking them shut, throwing away the key? Why is that so difficult? And then the third thing is why is it so important to close doors behind you? Why can't you be half pregnant? Why can't you have one foot in an old opportunity and one foot in a new opportunity? Why is it absolutely necessary that you have to close these doors behind you in order to completely walk through the doors in front? Where you at? Well, this is, I, I actually did a little bit of thinking and reading and stuff about, about this particular topic. And I actually learned the other day and I've got this in my notes because mm. I was like, this is definitely worth mentioning. This is noteworthy. This is noteworthy. I'm yep. going to write this down. That You might, you probably don't know this either, but decide, the word decide yeah. and the word homicide come from the same Latin root word. Okay. Okay, daddy. Right? Which sounds, is, it sounds Italian. No, it's Latin, <laughs> which actually Latin does occasionally it does, sound yeah, Italian. Yeah. But it's actually, it's the Latin word for cut. Okay. So in homicide, you cut, uh, you cut a man, so homicide. Yeah. And um, when you decide, you cut the D in Latin means off. So okay. you literally decide to like, you cut off. What's, so, the, what's the Latin word? Uh, Caderi. Caderi. Cut. Yeah. So in other words, yeah, a, a real decision will involve uh, cutting off or killing off other options. Yeah. So when you make a, make a decision, when you decide to do something, you like literally cut out every other option. Yeah. You close the door behind you completely. You go all in. Yeah. I found that quite interesting. A that little like a language that. history lesson for you there. Kadari. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I would, would never have thought that decide and homicide were related. Yeah. Apart from the Just fact cut. that they have, they have side well, in well, them. Well, homicide, you cut it like you're cutting a man. You're yeah. like killing a man. Yeah. Yeah. With a knife. <laughs> With a knife. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I thought it was quite interesting. So let let's let's walk through this one by one, right? Because I think the first one the first one's 
pretty obvious, but mm. I just want to step through it for the viewers because, you know, sometimes it is – you can be in two minds about a decision that you need to make. But the first decision is how do you know when it's time to walk away from an opportunity? How do you know when it's time to close that door behind you? Mm. For me personally, mm. and I think you'd be the same, we had a brief discussion about this, but it's when it no longer brings you, like, joy – Yep. When something is no longer bringing you joy and happiness, that's a pretty that's a pretty good benchmark for the fact that it's time to move on from from whatever that is. Mm. Um, I'm gonna yeah. add I'm gonna add something to that because I do agree with that, um, and we did discuss this a little bit a little bit off camera just to make sure that you know we we were uh, on the same page. Yeah, I just want to add to that the word net or the word long term. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. Net joy or long-term joy. Mm. And then, you know, I kind of define joy, my personal definition of joy is happiness and fulfillment. Sure. Right? So if something or someone is no longer bringing me happiness, fulfillment, joy over the long term, that's, for me, that's the the catalyst for, you know what, I, I need to walk away from this. I need to close this door behind me. Yeah. And the reason why I want to add long-term or, or, or net as opposed to, I'm not talking net like fishing net, I'm talking no, like net, net as opposed overall. to gross, yeah, right? Yeah. As in like oh, once you've taken away, you know, yeah. all of the, the – in business you've got revenue, you've yeah. got expenses, yeah. you've got gross profit, you've got net sure. profit. That's what I'm, what I'm if saying we're actually, net. If we're talking about relationships, you've got pros and cons. <laughs> yeah, you've got pros yeah. and – but that's exactly where I'm at, right, yeah. is I'm like, you know, it's not like, uh, well, this uh, – I'm in a relationship, right, and right. I'm going through this rough patch, hmm. and so that's the catalyst to walk away from it. Sure. Or yeah. I'm running this business and I'm having to make these really difficult decisions and, that you know, that's not bringing me short-term happiness and fulfillment, so it's time to walk away from that. Or – my career, whatever the fuck the situation is, it's it's more than the short term, right? Because every aspect of your life, you're going to have good periods, you're going to have bad periods. Everything's short term. Mm. The net, right? Once you balance out the pros and cons and the periods of joy, happiness and fulfillment and the periods of this is really shit, I'm not enjoying this. Once you balance that out, if the balance is this is not bringing me joy, I'm not happy, I'm not fulfilled, that's the catalyst to move away from Yeah, it. I agree. And I think that, you know, I think back to periods in my life and I, I do want to, I, I want to pull up a, f a few different examples in my personal life so that you guys can, you know, you might resonate with my personal examples, but at least you, you know where I'm coming from when I'm talking about these things, right? Is, is for me, you know, in my, uh, my, my fitness, right? My physical career, it was walking away from basketball, closing the door on basketball to completely walk through the door of bodybuilding, physique-based sports. In my professional career, it was closing the door on my professional career right. and all of the study that I did uh, to get to that point to completely walk through the door of business. Yep. And then in my personal life, it was completely closing the door on my first marriage to allow me to completely walk through the door in front of me of meeting my life partner mm. and having the, the long-term personal relationship that I've always wanted to have. Yeah. And I, I think about those three situations because for me, you know, the, the saying is you, ha you can count on one hand the significant decisions that eventually lead to where you are in your life, right? There's, there's not many of them. Mm -hmm. 
for me, those are three big ones, right, that have led to what I'm doing right now in my life. And when I think about those decisions and I come back to, you know, how did I know when there was no net happiness, fulfillment, joy, I knew in my gut yep. before I knew in my brain. You always do. You know, like I, I – and we, we were discussing this off camera as well is, you know, when I look back on those decisions, my regret lies with not making them sooner. Yeah. You know, my regret lies with, you know, I knew, I knew the decision I needed to make. Mm. I knew it was there. I knew the catalyst was there. And then I just kind of sat on the decision, kicked the can down the road a little bit. I don't know that you kicked the can down the road. I think you are a, um, you're a high, highly intellectual person and all the decisions that you make need to be like really uh, thought through. Uh, yeah. Quite. You yeah. know what I mean? Like some, some people just act on gut instinct. Yeah. Um, you're not one of those people no. <laughs> all the time, not no. all the time. Yeah, I always think things through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it got me thinking though, it got me thinking about, um, it got me thinking about a quote from uh, Steve Jobs. And, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, the late Steve Jobs. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Steve Jobs is, um, I think most people do, mm. but uh, founder of Apple, um, founder of Pixar, founder of Next Computers, um, you know, r responsible for a lot of the things that, we take for granted in our lives today, you know, smartphones, the way that we use the internet, um, apps, all sorts of shit. Anyway, one of the things Steve Jobs said, one of his most famous speeches is his, uh, his Stanford commencement speech. He's a commencement speech for the graduating class of Stanford many, many years ago. And he says in this speech, he says, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow, somehow already know what you truly want to become. And there's a couple of things that he mentions in there, right? Heart and intuition, which is effectively gut, mm -hmm. right? You know in your gut what the decision needs to be. But then he says, have the courage to follow it. And I think back to my decisions and my heart and intuition, my gut knew what needed to be done. Yep. It was the courage that took a while to build up yep. to make the decision. What have been some, uh, some of your life experiences? Where you've made, you back. know, where where you've you you've invested in something, yep, and oh, it got just, to a point. You where used the word invested, and I was <laughs> like, okay, I can, I got one straight away. Yeah. Um, for me, one of the big ones, and uh, there was a big investment there, and I'm still paying for it in a hex debt. But I decided that I don't want to be at uni anymore. Yeah. And I was going to go all in on on a, on a DJ career, mm. <laughs> which I think probably gave uh, my parents, our parents, a heart attack, but. You know, what I was studying at uni um, was no longer bringing me joy. Mm. I wasn't really happy. I wasn't fulfilled. Um, I didn't really feel like I had a direction with what I was doing at uni. And on on the flip side of that, I had something else that I just really wanted to pursue. Like yep. I just really wanted to go all in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the big things for me, and you'll, you'll I think you'll agree, is you can't go all in on something if you're straddling between two sort of places yeah you know you're either you're either all in or you may as well not even bother that's how i think about a lot of a lot of things so mm. that was a big one for me because i just kind of i'd invested a lot of time it was a big one i'd been at uni for uh, three and a half years three years three and a half years um so a lot of time a lot of money because uni ain't free mm. and yeah i just made that decision 
What else you got? Ugh. Give me another one. Another one. Yeah, I want another one uh, because that one is you know it's funny because I'm I'm uh, I'm talking to someone within <laughs> Massive Joe's at the moment, right? Who is in exact that exact situation? Yeah, okay. That exact situation, and it's funny that you bring that up because even I one of one of my I don't have many regrets. Yeah, right. I don't have many regrets in life, um, but one of the things that continuously comes back to me is look if I have my time again. And I was able to revisit some decisions that I made, or for me, most of the times decisions I didn't make, mm-hmm. and you know, had the courage to 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 do what my my heart and intuition knew I needed to do. Mm. One of the things I would have done was I would have left uni a lot sooner than I did. Yep. I finished uni, right? I didn't leave. I, I I saw my studies out. Ended up with mechanical engineering, first class honors degree, law, first class honors degree, both of which I don't use. Um, <laughs> eight years of my life. Uh, but you know, at the time it was important to me to finish what I started. Yep. But if I had my time again, and this is the advice that I give to people who come to me seeking advice regarding this is if you're, if you're questioning, mm. it's time to, it's time to pull the pin. Yeah. You know, if, if that's the thought process, it's funny because I also had I'm going a bit off. Uh, no, no, I'm not off topic, but I'm going to jump from university to fitness. Okay. Because I was having a discussion with, um, I do some mentoring, as you know. Mm-hmm. I was having a discussion with one of my mentees. They're called, kind of sounds like. That sounds weird. Sounds like a mint. Um, like a, but, like you know, a, people like who I mentor. <laughs> like uh, and I was, I was talking to them uh, almost two weeks ago. And this particular person is a competitor, competitive mm-hmm. athlete, competed in um, bodybuilding shows for. Oh man, over five years now. And uh, the conversation was, I'm not sure what I want to do. Do you think that I should continue going down this path of competing? And I said, if you have to ask the question, you already know the answer. Yep. Once that seed of doubt is planted, it's time to, it's time to cut the cord. It's time to pull the pin. You know, it's time to close that door behind you. Anyway, what else you got? What else I got? Yeah. Uh, what else have I got? Uh, I think uh, – what's another, what, what are some other ones for me that you could just, just jog my memory? Like there's just too many for me to <laughs> <laughs> This is the decision-making queen I'm over, over here. I'm overwhelmed. This is the decision-making queen. Well, let's I talk do. about yeah. – you know, you've done, you've done a lot of things professionally, man, is you, you know, you were um, a pro basketballer. You left that. You were professional DJ. You closed that door behind you. Yeah. You know, you've done professionally. You've, uh, you know, in <laughs> you're not that old. <laughs> you've had more <laughs> careers than most people have in a lifetime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's difficult for people, right? Yeah. Because, we, I mean, we picked on a couple of examples, right? The fitness example is, is closing a door on yeah. a particular fitness regime or a, a particular fitness passion to go and pursue something else. You've also done that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you have competed in physique-based sports. You've done CrossFit. You've played AFL, basketball right, early. Yeah, okay. You know, you've okay. done a lot You're of that. Fitness, done yeah, now I'm jogging that shit, <laughs> okay, yeah. right? A lot of people on, in the career space yeah. – to leave jobs that they've been in for a long time, to leave careers that they've been in for a long time is is one of these, you know, these closing the door behind you situations. Relationships is a massive one. Relationships is a huge one. And that's probably one that a lot of people can relate to, if not personally, mm. when thinking about, you know, a friend, yeah. someone they know. Um, that's a big one because you see it so much with mm. with with people. They're like, you know, 
Oh, you can, and as an for outsider looking at it, it's always really obvious. You can see a toxic relationship. You know, you can see the decisions that person needs to make. Mm-hmm. Yet they've always got like one foot in the door. And I see it. You see it when, as well. Where it's like, open. oh, you know, they like, oh, you, oh, but well, we're still trying over here. But then you hear about them. Oh, they've gone on a couple of dates with a new person, but they're still talking to the yeah. ex. And it's like you just, you, you just got one foot over there, just in case. And you kind of, you know, not quite pursuing something new because you. And we'll get to that next as to why yeah. people do that, but yeah. Um, yeah, you see that all the time. I want to go there. Let's go there. All right, let's go there. Why is it difficult to completely move on? Why is it difficult to close these doors behind us? Why is it difficult to cut the cord? I think I touched on it when I talked about why. Well, one thing I had to think about with leaving uni behind and then mm. getting into DJing um, full time was the fact that you have spent time, money. That's probably a big one. That's why a lot of people are not so willing to throw in the, or not throw in the towel, but to close the door on something is because they think about the like loss of those things. Mm. Sunk costs. That's the one. Yeah. That's what, that's what we call them in business. Yeah. It's sunk costs. Yeah. You know, it's like I've invested so much time mm. and so much effort and so much energy and often when it comes to to business in particular but all sorts of life all different areas of life money yeah. i've invested so much and i'm trying to get a perpetual return on that investment <laughs> you know we fall into this trap of uh of trying to get this return on costs that have been spent mm. They're never coming back. Yeah. You're never going to get that return. This has been a big, you know, uh, I said at the start of this episode that in, in the business realm, we've been making some pretty uh, difficult business decisions. This has been really difficult for us with retail stores, right? Is we've had to make the decision. We've come to the end of lease on particular retail stores and we've had to make the decision to close the door on these stores because they're just not working anymore. Yeah. Right. And working financially, working from an opportunity cost, it depends on the different situation, but they're just not working anymore. And, it's difficult for us to make those decisions because we go, well, you know, we've invested five years. Yeah. We put we've all of the yeah. time and the effort and the energy. We've invested all this money in building this uh, local network and that's sunk costs. And guys, you have to avoid sunk costs at all costs. Mm. As soon as you find yourself in business in relationships, in your career, in whatever the situation may be, where what's preventing you from making a decision to move forward, what's preventing you from making a decision to close that door behind you is that you're trying to get a return on sunk costs. Yep. Leave the sunk cost behind, close the door, move on. Yeah, and it's a way that I've always looked at things, uh, anything that I've pursued. So if I pursue a goal Let's talk about basketball. We'll go way back to talking about basketball. I don't look at it as a waste of Mm. time or really basketball was a a time thing. You just – and, you know, same with CrossFit, all the the hours I've put into the gym. I don't ever look at it as like a a waste when I make the decision to close that door. I've spent that. You know, people need to stop thinking about money as something that you can kind of just lend to something and then expect something – expect it back at the end of it. Like you spend, you spend it. Mm. Like think of it as like a money thing. Like you are spending that time yeah. on that goal. So the fact that, you know, people will hesitate to close the door behind them because they think they're going to 
um, or they're not happy about not getting that back or that, I don't know, it just doesn't, it's just not the right way to think about how you spend time. It's a real, it's a really good way to get your head around sunk costs yeah. actually is to go, you know what, I, I did actually get the return on that time investment or energy or money, whatever you've invested. Yeah. And that got me to this point in my life. Yeah. And for me to expect more is unreasonable. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's really that, cool. That, that's yeah. a really cool way I'm of little, thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. Even in, even in business, right? Even in if you, if and even a little bit with money as well. Yeah. Like really, like mm. even in business and even with the money that you actually spend towards these goals, mm. um, you know, can't always expect a return on, on, on that after you've made the decision to close the door. After it's been spent. Yeah, after it's been spent. 100%. Yeah. I think sunk cost is one thing, right? And that's kind of backwards looking when you kind of look at what has been invested. I think that another thing that makes this really difficult and why courage is so important when it comes to closing doors behind you, when you figured out that in your gut, you know, you know, the decision needs to be made is forward looking as well. It's the old, is the grass greener on the other side? You know, if I make this decision to close this door behind me so that I can fully walk through this door in front of me, is walking through that door in front of me going to be a better outcome than just keeping this door behind me open? Yeah. Right? That's a that's a big one too. And that applies across, you know, I see this a lot with, um, you know, people who leave long-term jobs, long-term careers. Yeah. Right? Is it's like, well, what if the grass is not greener on the other side? What if this is good as it gets? Relationships, once again, is a big one, right? If I walk away from this relationship, am I going to find myself in a better relationship or is this as good as it gets? Mm. I mean, we talk about it all the time and, you you know, you talk about it all the time in the podcast and every podcast I've sat in, we've spoken about it. You can't expect success mm. if you're not going all in. So if you if if you're wondering if if the grass is greener or you're wondering if that new role is is going to be a successful one for you the only way to find out the only way to guarantee its success pretty much or to at least give it the best chance of a of success mm. is to close the door behind you yeah i just don't there's no other way to go about it yeah yeah it's it's almost um it's fear of failure really is what it kind of boils down to. It's a fear of if I close this door behind me and I walk through this door in front of me and I fuck up and I fail and it doesn't turn out to be what I thought it was going to be, it's the fear surrounding that that keeps a lot of people with, you know, one foot wedged in that door behind them. Yeah, definitely. Keeping that open just, just in case, you know, just in case it doesn't work out, yeah. just in case I fail, I've got this to fall back on. Yeah. Is, is what it is. Interesting enough, it was actually, um, I, I guess I kind of stretched it a bit there when I said that I went from uni to DJing like with a swift. Um, <laughs> with a a swift, swift strike, of, strike the, of the machete. Of the machete because Straight I actually down. did defer for a semester. Yeah. So, and I guess that was it. That And in that semester, mm. I can pretty much tell you that my uh, DJ career did not take off mm. <laughs> because I wasn't all in. And my grades at uni completely sunk yeah. <laughs> because I'm just straddling this like limbo of oh, I'm kind of at uni, oh, I'm kind of DJing. And yeah, it was the fear of failure, the fact that 
you know, is this really the, the right decision to be making? Mm. Um, that that stopped me from uh, that stopped me from making that that decision um, a bit more abruptly. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I think the big one is though, man, mm. and this this one is uh, for me and those three life-changing decisions that I referenced going from basketball to bodybuilding, professional career to business, leaving my first marriage mm. uh, to, to be in the position I am now uh, with my personal relationships. The biggest thing for me, and I think that this is, this is going to resonate with our, a lot of our listeners and a lot of our viewers, is the fear of other people's opinions. It's what is somebody going to say when they find out that I invested 10 years of my life in a basketball career mm. and now I'm making the decision to close that door behind me. What is somebody going to say? That could be somebody close to me, friend, family. Uh, you know, if you've got a public profile, which you have had a huge public profile in, in the past and you still do today, mm. uh, what's the public going to say? You know, people I don't even know, I don't even fucking know them, but they follow me on social media or yeah. whatever. What's their opinion going to be when I've invested eight years in tertiary study to mm. get to a certain point in my professional career where I've got all these opportunities and I'm going to close that door behind me. I'm going to go and pursue entrepreneurship. I'm going to go pursue business. What are they going to say? One thing that I learned really early on with life is other people's opinions of me are none of my business. Mm. Um, I learned that really early on and, and I can speak to that experience of, of what people's opinions are going to be about a decision you make. I remember very vividly when I quit playing basketball mm. and I did that pretty abruptly. <laughs> like, um, you did. Yeah. Yeah. I was on, I was on the lightning roster and, and, and I just, I literally just stopped, <laughs> just like stopped going to training one week and it was just, that's it. I'm not playing basketball anymore. Um, and what I did do after that is I did go and read uh, at the time there wasn't, you know, all the internet craziness that there is now, but there were like forums. Yeah. And I, I remember going and reading the hoops forum and I remember the hoops forum. Yeah. You remember that? Good times. Terrible. Good that was, times. Well, that was my, um, that was, you know, and that I read the hoops forum probably more than I should have as a, as a young basketballer, but that was just people's opinions of you. And, and a lot of people's opinions of me, not only about that decision, but about my game in general, but mm. I remember reading um, a, a, a topic about, yeah, where was I and why did I stop playing basketball? And, yeah. you know, just. Um, everyone's got their two cents. Yeah, everyone's got their two cents. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But, you know, but, but that's, you know, to answer that, the, you know, the fear of other people's opinions, like they're none of your business. They shouldn't, they shouldn't really affect what decision you make, how you make your decisions at all. One of the most difficult things for me regarding other people's opinions, this is just, you know, completely taking my armor off and being uh, uh, vulnerable is the decision when I left my first marriage because that relationship was very public. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially in the fitness space. Uh, and making that decision, that was, that was huge for me because I was like – on one hand, I had the people close to me, right? And I'm, I'm worried about, you know, what are my parents going to think? What are my grandparents going to think? What are my aunties and uncles going to think? You know, when I'm, you know, I've made this commitment publicly, right? And I, I need to get out of this situation. And now I'm staring down the barrel of being divorced at 33, 
<laughs> what are they going to think? And then on the other side, I had the pressure of public opinion. I'm like, fuck, you know, I've shared so much of this, this uh, highlight reel because that is what you share. Mm-hmm. I've had shared so much of this highlight reel. Oh, wow, this is fucking fantastic. Blah, 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 all this bullshit. And now it's obviously is going to come out that it hasn't worked. What's the public opinion going to be? You know, what are people going to say on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and fucking all these social media platforms and shit? Mm. That was huge for me is is I really struggled with dealing with that. You know, I really struggled with how how am I going to deal with all of these opinions flooding in from all different areas of my life uh, in spite of the decision I know I need to make. So it reigns true, you know, the comment of, you know, why why is it difficult to completely move on? You're, that is the perfect example. Yeah. You know, you sit there and say that you probably did take a little long to make, to, to completely move on and close that door. And that example there is exactly one of the reasons why a lot mm. of people um, do find that that difficult. This is how this is how I framed. This is how I was able to to deal with it. Right. This is um this is my little hack, I guess, for mm. for those of you who who struggle to build up the courage to make the decisions that your heart and intuition know you need to make because of other people's opinions. This is my little hack. The real failure is you know what i'm a backup this okay. is this right. is this is my this is what this is the actual thought process i go this through this is it right? this is this is why people are listening this is this the, is the this actual is the... thought process i go through when i'm 137 and i'm taking my last few breaths yep. i'm going one i'm going 140 on this planet in this life and i think about the decisions that i've made that over a lifetime have led to the life that I've lived. Am I going to be upset at the decisions that I made for my happiness, my fulfillment and my joy that pissed other people off or gave other people the right to have an opinion? Or am I gonna be pissed off that I didn't make those decisions and I stayed in situations that were not bringing me happiness, fulfillment and joy because it was more important to me to have other people's approval of those decisions. I think everyone listening right now can, if that, that would be total bullshit. Mm. <laughs> Imagine not making a decision. Imagine thinking back at uh, living a hundred years of your life yeah. and having not made a decision because you were worried about what like Joe Blow down the street thought. They're not there. You. Yeah. They're taking have to those live. last few breaths, man. They're not there. Don't they're give a fuck. <laughs> Do not. They don't give a fuck. Nah. But so often. You care, don't you? So often we care. Yeah. And it's like, why? Like, why the fuck do you care? Yeah. The real failure is staying in a, a, a position or staying with some person or just being in a situation where you're not happy. You're not fulfilled. You're not joyful because you're too afraid to make the decision in spite of other people's opinions. Mm. Because it's more important to you that people speak well of you and have a good opinion of you instead of saying, you know what, fuck other people's opinions. I'm going to do what I need to do for my happiness, 
my fulfillment and my joy. Like I said, other people's opinions are none of your business. But that's the position I got to, man. Yeah. That's the position. I And it was very difficult. It took a lot of courage to get there. Yeah. But I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck what the people close to me think. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what the public thinks. I don't care because this is my life. And when I'm taking those last few breaths, it's going to be more important to me that I had the courage to make the decision that was in the interest of my own happiness, my own fulfillment, my own joy, and fuck what everyone else thinks. Preach. That's what. That's where I got. Amen to that. Yeah. That's where I got. Yeah. So for those of you struggling with that, struggling with other people's opinions, and that is really preventing you building up the courage, you need to get to that point. Mm. You need to get to that point where you, you. It's just fuck other people's opinions. Yeah. And do exactly that. Yeah. Think about you. T- think about being on your deathbed. Think about it. No one's going to be, you know, and to, to be real honest, that's what I was thinking. When I'm taking those last few breaths, my grandparents aren't going to be there. Mm. My parents aren't going to be there. My aunties and my uncles and all those people who's, whose opinions aren't going to be there. Most of the public's not going to be there. Yeah. It's just going to be me. Yeah. And I'm going to have to deal with the decisions I made or didn't make. And that's how I want it to play out. Why is it absolutely necessary that we close these doors behind us? I think I touched on it a bit earlier as to why it's completely necessary um, because you can't expect to have any chance at success in whatever you're trying to pursue if you've got one foot in the door, one foot out the door. Mm-hmm. Why? Because why, you do go- you, why do you not have a chance? Oh, because you need to go all in. Why do you have to go all in? Because that is the only way you're going to be successful. But everyone says, but Leah, everyone all says right. this. Everyone's like, right. you got to go me break all it down. in. Let me break you got to, you got to burn your boats. You got to, you <laughs> can't have a plan B. I say it. I've said it in many podcasts, right? These little cliche terms. Yeah. But why? Why? Because if can you, you not be half pregnant? Because if you give yourself another option, you'll always have that as an out. Mm-hmm. You you can't give yourself an out. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's the burn your boats. Yeah. Right. But you just you if just, if you want to take the island, yeah. Burn the boats behind you. Yeah. Give yourself no choice it's but just, to take the island. It's just giving yourself absolutely no choice. Yeah. That that's why I think it's really important to close that door. You know why that why that's so important? Is because from a from a psychological perspective, from a mindset perspective, yeah. as soon as you give yourself an out or a plan B or a, a backup or mm. a safety net or any of that sort of shit, however you want to articulate it, you're actually setting yourself up for failure yeah. because you're in your mind, you're thinking, I might fail. And if I do, I've got this to fall back on. Mm. You remove that option, take it completely away. You can't even have the thought if this doesn't work out, if this doesn't fail. Mm. It's not an option. So you put two people identical next to each other. One of them is thinking, I might fail, and if I do, I've got this to fall back on. The other one's thinking, I can't fail because I've got nothing to fall back on. Who do you think is going to win? A hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Who do you think is going to win? Exactly. So that very basically is why you have to close that door behind you because you can't give yourself the option of failing when you walk completely through the door in front. You know the other reason though, and this is this is super basic, but I feel like it's so often overlooked, is 
we don't have unlimited resources. We don't have unlimited time. Right. We don't have unlimited energy. We don't have unlimited money when it comes to business initiatives. We, we have to pick and choose, mm. right? So if you have limited resources and let's bring the two people back and this person is 80% of their resources in the door in front and 20% in the door that's still wedged open with a foot in it behind them. And this other person is 100% all of their resources, time, effort, money, energy invested in the door in front. Who do you think is going to win? 100%. The guy with 100% in. So yeah. you've, got, you've got two massive reasons. Sometimes I sit here and I get really frustrated about the fact that this stuff is like, it's so simple in like, there's no magic to success. Like we, I just feel like it's just so, it's so easily understood, right? It's universal. <laughs> it really it's universal as well, man. Like literally, guys, listen, this is the truth. We literally talk about four to five concepts in this podcast. Yeah, It's the same shit. Podcast after podcast after podcast. And I know some of you are listening and you've been long-time listeners and you had that moment where it clicked. Yeah, penny dropped. And you're still listening now and you're like, yep, know exactly what they're talking about. But you listen because you enjoy our conversation yeah. or fucking, I don't know, <laughs> you need something to do while you're driving to work. But for those of you where it hasn't clicked, this is all, it's all the same shit. It's all universal. You need courage. You need to go all in. You need to fuck other people's opinions. The fear of failure is fake. It's the same shit repeated using different mm. examples in different episodes of the podcast. The reason why we do it is because we need to get to you guys at the right opportunity, mm. at the right time in your life, when you're in the headspace to actually hear, not just listen, but to hear the message that we're talking about and you're going to have that moment where it's like, aha, I get it. I'm going through that exact situation in my marriage. I'm going through that exact situation in my business. That's exactly the situation I'm in with my career. That's exactly where I am in my fitness journey. And it clicks. Yep. And from there, it's you fucking Neo in the matrix <laughs> and you just see the numbers falling down from the sky and you fucking stopping bullets and shit. And it all starts to make sense. But the 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 message is universal. Yeah. I think it just, yeah, like true. It just resonates. Some topics resonate better for some people than others. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And sometimes even for me, like I'm talking about shit and I'm like, oh shit, that one that yeah. hit a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> that hit a little harder than it uh than it usually does. Closing thoughts, Leah. What you got? How we want to round this out? We've gone through how to know when it's time to close the door behind you. We've pretty much fleshed out that you know you got to listen to your gut. Your heart and your intuition knows. Then the second step is how do you build up the courage? You build up the courage by ignoring your sunk costs or at least framing them differently. You understand that the fear of failure is a complete illusion moving forward and you get to a point where you're like, fuck other people's opinions. Then you move on to, why do I have to close this door behind me? Well, you have limited resources, don't have unlimited, so you've got to figure out what's important to you. And then you need to get into the mindset where failure is not an option. So you have to burn those boats behind you. Mm. How do we round this out for the listeners, for the viewers? My closing thoughts would be to 
have have courage, have conviction in the decisions that you're making, take massive action and really just remember that you've only got one life. It's short. You are spending time. You don't get that time back, you know. Just have some fucking conviction and close the door behind you. Mm. I got I got two things that I w- that I want to kind of close on. Uh, I think the first one for me, and I I mentioned where I go to when I'm 137, taking the last few breaths. One of the things that we talk about a lot in this podcast is fears, right? Fears of failure, fears of other people's opinions, fears in general. And you know, we talk about how they they don't exist. It's just in your mind. We often uh, a stoic saying. I think it was Marcus Aurelius, but one of the Stoics is um, we often suffer much more in imagination than we do in reality. A lot of the shit we think up in our heads never it never happens, right? Yeah. It never happens. We make it a whole lot worse. We never make it better. Um, for me, it's it becomes it's almost like I think of this thing. I call it balance of fears, right? So on one hand, I've got all of these fears failure, other people's opinions, all of this shit, right? That's just completely fake in my imagination. On the other hand, I have this fear of getting to 137, taking the last few breaths and thinking about the opportunities I missed out on. Yeah. And, no, sorry, can I cut you off? Is sure. That, well, like I'll that, just stand that, here holding <laughs> these two fears like this. No problem. You know, if I think, if I think it, it, you know, I'm 33 now and if I think through the – you know, the 33 years of my life I've lived. Yeah. If I hadn't been closing doors behind me and, and, and been courageous in the decisions that I'd made, I wouldn't have had all of the experiences mm. and all the opportunities and all the successes that I've had so far. Mm. If I'd kind of floated through the 33 years of my life so far with like one foot here and kind of one foot there and thinking about doing that and, you know, half trying that and, I wouldn't be able to sit here opposite you and talk about all the shit that I've done in my life so far. Yeah. So if, if, if that's a closing thought for me, mm. you know, just good. Yeah. I'm just going to go back to my Give them back. Give them back. <laughs> for me, this balance of fears concept is for me, the fear of missed opportunities. You know what my biggest fear is? Yours? Yeah. Uh, have I, do I know it? I've told, I've told you before, yeah. No, you go. You, you tell the listeners. My biggest fear is running out of time. Yeah. That's it. And when I look at these balance of fears, the fear of missed opportunities because I run out of time, because I didn't have the courage to go and pursue what piqued my interest, because I didn't have the courage to close doors behind me, to walk completely through doors in front of me and see what happens. For me... The fear of missed opportunity far outweighs anything else, anything, any other fear of mine. It's not. It's a. It's a magnitude with so many zeros on the end. There's not a word to describe how many zeros there are. It. It's not even close. So that helps me a lot when it comes to closing doors behind me to walk completely through doors in front. Is just that fear of of running out of time and the fear of missed opportunity. The other thing that kind of popped up when I was, um, when I was thinking about this, this close the door behind you topic was 
you know, it's one thing to to put this practical advice in, into play and get to the point where doors close behind me, walk completely through the door in front. I think that sometimes what then can happen is, especially when closing the door behind you is viewed as a quote-unquote failure mm. or a quote-unquote trauma or just a just a not a good period of your life, it's very easy to look at it's very easy to not completely walk through doors in front of you to not completely invest in new opportunities because you're then afraid of past failures and past traumas that may happen again i feel like that's something that whether you you know it doesn't happen right away right it, often close that door behind you walk through the door in front of you and you're like oh shit I didn't realize that, that that skeleton was going to come out of that closet. Mm. You know, I didn't realize that, you know, I had that failed business, op that failed business, just completely failed business mm. that I had to close the door on and now start a new business. And oh shit, that skeleton's come back up and it said, well, you failed once before, motherfucker. Guess what's happening this time? Or uh, you close the door on that failed marriage. And you've walked completely through the door in front and then, you know, you remarried, got a family and then a few years down the track comes knocking, says, hey, did you remember what happened in that first marriage? That completely fell apart. What makes you think that this one's not going to? What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I don't know about my thoughts on that. What, one other thing I was thinking about was... I was trying to think about the re reasons that I make the decisions I make with, with closing the door on stuff and things that I am interested in that I'm passionate about. If I set goals for, we talk a lot about goal setting. So I set goals, I smash those goals. And if I get to a point where I've, I've been setting goals and smashing goals and then I don't no longer um, can think of any further goals to set for myself, that for me is another indicator of it's time to close that door. Mm. So I don't know whether that's going to be useful for some people listening, but, you know, if, if for fitness, for instance, you know, if you've set a goal to compete, uh, just thinking back to your Mentos or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Mentee. 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 <laughs> oh, the mint. cool mints. Your cool mints. <laughs> um, you know, but if your goal, you've set a goal to compete, you've competed, you, I, don't, I don't know who you're talking about, but let's say mm. that he's he's – achieve the goal he wanted to achieve, whether that was a placing or a trophy or, and, and he's at the point now where he's not even sure about what the next goal is. Mm. You know, he's not even a hundred percent all in at that. This is the next thing I'm going to achieve in mm. this realm. It, it's time to close the door. Yeah. You know, for me with the DJing, for instance, I wanted to, I wanted to play all the major clubs in Australia. Mm. You know, I wanted to play at every major festival. I wanted to do some international shows. You know, that those were the goals that I was setting for myself. I ticked all of those goals off and I just got to a point where I was like, I don't know that I actually have anything else I want to achieve in this. So it's time. Mm -hmm. It's time to go find something else that I'm passionate about that lights, lights the fire in me to, to chase goals. You know, if you, you don't have to like you can be a goal chaser and 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 still explore different doors. Mm. You know, it's not 
it's not a bad thing to close a door on on something. Mm. You know, it's too often people think of it as like a negative a notion of like I'm going to close that and it's I've, a failure. I've failed. Yeah. Well, no, I don't even th- I don't think about any of those things as a failure. I've I've ticked everything off. Mm. I'm good. Mm. So I don't know. It's a good else. way of get. It's actually a really good way of framing it. You know, mm. it, it's you know these past traumas and these past failures are only traumas and failures as far as you allow them to be. Yeah. You know, if you just don't frame them as that, if you go, you know what, that was that was a really difficult period in my life, but it helped me develop the skills and helped develop the person I am today. Yeah. And it wasn't a trauma. It wasn't a failure. It was a part of growing. Yeah. Right. And growing is hard. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be sticky. You're going to try things that don't work. And that's part of the process. Mm. And I think if you can frame it like that, it's a really good way of making sure that those skeletons don't come back out of that door that's closed behind you. You know, make sure that they don't come knocking on that closed door behind you and try and remind you about the quote-unquote traumas or the quote-unquote failures or, you know, uh, any of those sorts of things that may affect your confidence or start to erode your confidence or start to inbuild some self-doubt when it comes to whatever opportunities you're looking to pursue in your life moving forward. Yeah. It's funny because I had um, had one of our good friends in the industry uh, come. I won't mention him by name because it, he listens and I, yeah, <laughs> I don't want him to be uh, um, negatively portrayed because it's not the intention at all. It's just an example that I want to share with you guys that, that really kind of illustrates this close the door behind you, never look back and don't let those skeletons come knocking. Um, you know, I, I hadn't seen him since pre-pandemic. And he asked me, you know, he, he knew what was happening in my personal life and whatever. And he goes, you know, is all of that sorted? And I said to him, I said, yeah, as a matter of fact, at the time it was, it was a couple of weeks ago. I said, yeah, it's all done a couple of weeks ago, you know, completely, uh, completely closed that. I actually said completely closed that door behind me. And, uh, and he said, oh, that's great, man. Yeah, I'm really happy for you. He goes, so, you know, what's next? And I, I told him, I said, well, I'm engaged again. And, uh, and I'm getting married, uh, at, at the end of this year to, to Amy, my yeah. fiance. And his response was, shit, man, you, you don't look back, do you? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, like, he was like, you just, you have no fear. No. And I said to him, I said, I, I said, absolutely. I said, what, what's there to be afraid about? Yeah. I said, I, I, you know, we, I, I said, I didn't, there's no reason to look back. Mm. Why would I? It got me to where I am now. Mm-hmm. It allowed me to make the decisions that I've been making to get to this point in my life. And it allowed me to make better decisions, particularly in my personal life. Mm. And that's how I choose to frame that that period of my life that I've closed the door completely on. So why would I look back? Yeah. And he was like really surprised. He was really <clears throat> surprised at the fact that, I was going to dive straight, it, it literally close the door behind me, dive straight into the door in front of me completely with no safety nets, no foot fucking wedging doors behind me open mm. and just go, you know what? Fuck it. This is what I'm doing. Uh, and it's great. Look at you. Look how happy you are. <laughs> and that's, it's, it's testament to, you know, yeah. to making those, those decisions and making them um, with the thought in mind that, you don't have infinite time. Yeah. You know, you're one of your biggest fears is running out of time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's testament to the fact that if you do that, 
this is what's on this is what's on the other side of the of the next door. So 100 yeah, percent, it's a good example. If if you're willing to have the courage to make the decision, you're willing to you know it's it's vulnerable. You're willing to put yourself in a vulnerable position, but you're also willing to go completely through the door in front to burn the boats. We can start using the cliche sayings <laughs> to go all in. Burn the yeah. You know to 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 take the islands. Uh, you know, guys, the the it's. It's a humbling thought to think that the best days of our lives haven't even happened yet. I like that. I like that. That's it. That's it. I'm happy to close on that. Yeah, let's wrap this up. That was good. Guys, I hope that you've enjoyed uh, this second take of this episode. (laughs) I feel like it was much better than the first one. Close the door behind you. Uh, The one thing that we ask in return, uh, if you guys have uh, listened and you have enjoyed and you have had a laugh with us, you've been entertained, you've taken some valuable information. We've got a little bit of a journey, haven't we? You've taken practical and strategic advice to help you level up in fitness, business, career, relationships, and your life. That's the intro. Uh, The one thing we ask in return, we don't run ads on the show. We don't advertise it show it's complete word of mouth so the one thing we ask in return is that you guys share the show uh you can share it to person to person next time you guys are talking about movies that you've seen music you've listened to podcasts you've listened to drop fitness times business in there a friend who's in a relationship they should leave well you know feel free to spread the value as well right like if you take if you're listening to this and it doesn't apply to you right now but there's someone who you care about in your life who it does apply to Mm. send them a link might say, resonate. Just say, listen, you know, listen, listen to, listen to these guys talk. Um, you know, th- this might be able to uh, help you build up the courage to make the decision you really need to make. Yeah. The other thing that we really enjoy, especially Leah, Leah loves this, is when you uh, take a screenshot of whatever podcasting platform you're listening to, post it in your Instagram story and tag Leah at Leah Mansell, L-E-A-H. M-E-N-C-E-L, tag myself, Joseph Mansell. Uh, we see those tags and uh, we try and share as many of those. Leah shares all of them. I share, as, I, share, I, share, I share a bunch of them. <laughs> I share as many as I can. Um, the ones that I see, I can't see if you guys tag, tag in your private and whatnot. Um, but if you've got a public profile, please do that because we do appreciate it. It's a mm. great way to spread the good message of the Fitness Times Business podcast. Um, and we like to share those, spread the love around, give you guys a little shout out. Shout out for shout out. Yeah, That's what we used to call it back in the That's day. <laughs> Leah, thank you very much. Thanks, Joe. For... Um, your valuable insights, uh, your life experience, and you've given me some things to think about as well that kind of deviated a little bit from uh, my thought processes around closing doors behind you. Great. It's been a good chat. Thank you. That's a wrap. Guys, until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you enjoyed this episode and took some value from it, make sure you share it with your friends, your family, and your followers. And if you haven't yet, be sure to leave us a five-star rating.